For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. It's where a lot of our new shows are originating, not just on the Heat, but on the other teams in town as well. Getting close to 13,000 subscribers. So hit that subscribe button today. You won't miss anything, including the debut of Five Hour Sports Talk that comes up in late july looks like i might actually be hosting a show we'll see what happens there also check out five reasonsports.com f-i-v-e reasonsports.com the latest from brady hawk and others that's also where you can get a little bit more depth on some of the things we talk about here on five on the floor and check out the great sponsors of the five reason sports network that includes miami grill instead of those hot dogs on july 4th why don't you get some wings instead the only thing better than cheering on your Miami Heat, Dolphins, Canes, or any of the other teams in town is doing it with your favorite wings. Miami Grill's got you covered. Bring home a platter of your faves to share for the game tonight. You still got some time. Order them tonight before the Eastern Conference Finals. Just how you like them. Crispy grilled, make it or boneless, and sauce perfection. I guess she's the Western Conference Finals tonight. And sauce perfection with one of three new sauces. That's mango habanero, honey garlic, or Nashville hot. If you can't decide, get them all delivered with a catering order. There's more than just wings, too. Order for the whole family cheesesteaks, gyros, burgers, and more. And don't forget, you can get those Winwood Mural Fest Artist Cups. Collect all four, $2.99. Or if you're upgrading your meal, to, you can get to a larger slice and get the fries and the cup. Do that at Miami Grill. So order online or in person. Pick up drive through dining, and delivery available at all locations. Visit MyMiamiGrill.com for more details. Miami Grill, if you're craving it, they're making it. And now tonight's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. We recommend that you check out the last thing posted on our feed that's Full Court Press. Greg Sylvander, who joins me tonight. That's our floor plan tonight. Um, he was on there with Alex, along with Gad and Ariel on Full Court Press. So make sure you check that out. Get it on the YouTube channel, but also if you just want to get it through the pod. They went through a bunch of scenarios. Uh, Greg and I are going to go through two things tonight. First thing is something that he reported along with Adam Barai and uh, Brady Hawk wrote it up for our site. And then the second thing is we're going to kind of try to over the next few weeks as we head into free agency kind of put into context and perspective, like the heat Twitter freakouts. Okay. Cause there, there's another one going on right now. I mean, Greg and I are in this space pretty much every minute of every day. And I, I people are panicking over like nothing in my view on, you know, on some of this stuff. It's just, there's just to fill the void. So, so let's get to number one though, Greg, before we get to the break and that's, um, Adam's report, along with you, you added to some of what Adam uh, had today 
but basically the Heat's interest in Colin Sexton, something that we've hinted at here on the podcast. Brady's written about Sexton's fit. Of course, he's a Cleveland Cavaliers guard is going to be up for an extension relatively soon. Um, the Cavs don't seem to really want to commit to him. Um, but at the same time, he has value. He kind of fits the profile of a Heat player in terms of his attitude. Seems that Jimmy Butler likes him, which tends to, to be a litmus test these days. And um, and that the Heat may have some significant interest. We, we've suggested this, but there's a little bit more in the way of specifics that you and Adam got into today. And again, you can find this in a story on our site. So, so let's start there. Yeah, so I, I think we should start there because about nine hours from when we're recording this, you asked uh, our entire listener base if, um, you know, when we hear stuff, would they like us to go ahead and let everyone know or not and withhold the information? And it's trending right now over 1900 votes, 92%. Yes, they want to hear this kind of stuff. So here we go. Um, So yeah, Adam, you know, continued to hear more and more from different places, um, which is usually when you're getting it from multiple directions, that's an indication that it's something to check into, that the Heat have interest in Colin Sexton, that that is real. And the more I dug into it, I found that, uh, you know, they've explored that as a, as a, as a player that they would target individually, or they've looked at some of the larger packages, one being one that would include Kevin Love. And, um, and I think that, the big thing to take away here is that this is not um, at least from my standpoint and the way that it was kind of framed up to me is this is not like plan a that they're leading with is that it's the Kevin love Colin Sexton off season. And they're going to essentially use all of their um, available assets from a contract moving perspective on these two players, but it is a deal that they could be interested in, in the event that some other things didn't materialize how they thought. And they really like Colin Sexton's game. So uh, the Kevin Love portion of that, I I think it's important to just keep in perspective that that would be if there were a lot of other options that maybe didn't unfold or uh, depending on what happens in the Olympics and how he looks there. And also if they can find a viable path to still acquiring Kyle Lowry, because as we know, like if you were to match up the money here, you would be sending out the team options of Iguodala and Goran Dragic basically in a package like this likely. And at that point, you don't have a lot of contracts to move for Lowry. So that's a decision to be made. So I just think all that needs to be kept in perspective. But the main takeaway today is, is that Colin Sexton, who we've speculated is a Miami Heat player, the Miami Heat think he could be a Miami Heat player. Right. And I think it's important to put all that into context. It's also important to note a couple of different things here. And, I, and I'm glad you mentioned the poll, because the reason I put that poll out there today is because there are Heat fans who get frustrated when we say that things we've heard the Heat are working on or we've heard a player like you reported Tim Hardaway Jr. a couple of days ago has interest in playing for the Heat. And we report that either you, me or Adam, who are the three primary people reporting things for our network. And then it doesn't happen and people call us liars and they get angry. Uh, this is similar to the, well, it's based in part on the LaMarcus Aldridge situation where all of us had reporting that LaMarcus Aldridge wanted to play for the Heat. And then LaMarcus Aldridge changed his mind. And of course, you took the brunt of that, okay, for him changing his mind. Okay, so, and then of course he went to Brooklyn and then had to shut it down anyway uh, because of a heart ailment. But 
I, so I did put that out there. 93% said they want us to keep reporting this stuff. So when we report this stuff, it does not mean that it's going to happen. It just means these are things in the space that we're hearing, not from one person, but always from two people. Okay. And they are also vetting this on our internal string here, our text string to make sure that we have enough or that none of us is hearing countering information. Okay. So again, it doesn't mean everything's going to happen. It doesn't mean that there won't be an occasional smoke screen in there that one of us gets duped by, but typically we're dealing with sources that have been good to us before and that are not using us just to get the information out, which again, I know a lot of you that follow only the national guys. It's very clear when a national guy is being used for views basically to pump their client in, in exchange for information. I, I don't do that. Okay. And that's not what any of us is doing here. All right. So anyway, let's get back to it. Now, the other thing to understand too, is that famously Jimmy Butler called out Kevin love uh, in an interview. Uh, he didn't like the fact that, that Kevin love kind of took a shot at Jimmy, you know, and maybe, maybe overselling his work ethic, uh, and he called out Jim Kevin Love by name. So I do think we need to put that into some context. And I also think we need to recognize first, Eric Spolster has always loved Kevin Love's game. I know that. Okay. So that's a positive. The Butler thing would seem to be a negative, but also it also doesn't mean that. And this is why you mentioned looking for a third team. It doesn't necessarily mean that if Kevin Love was in a deal that included Colin, Colin Sexton for the heat, that Kevin Love would Kevin Love would end up with Miami. Okay. I mean, it's possible he would, that this is kind of the thing. We'll give you Colin Sexton. You may not have to give us as much as you would have, but you're going to take this love contract back and see what you can do with it. But it doesn't mean that's a hundred percent what's going to happen. Right, Greg. So I, again, I, that's something else right. to make clear. here. And, and then the other thing is this, is that like Larry Nance Jr.'s on that team and the heat have had interest in the past there. So who knows if like the counter to all this ends up being that you attach Larry Nance Jr. to Colin Sexton, and then it's a smaller amount of salary you need to get to, and Miami finds that more interesting. So that's complete speculation on my part. But like to your point, I think that um, you know Sexton is really the guy that they like here, but how they get him, there's just a million ways to get there. And also another thing I want to make clear, the Cold War between the Heat and Cavs, which existed during the LeBron second tenure in Cleveland, which, and I've told this story before, but for those who haven't heard it again, I, I was covering a lot of this from the Cavs perspective in 14, 15, because I was up there covering LeBron for Bleacher Report. And what I was told, and no one from the Heat ever denied this, okay, was that the Heat had a D, well, excuse me, David Griffin with the Cavs thought he had a deal with the Heat for Norris Cole twice, okay, and both times, this is what I was told from the Cavs perspective. And again, the Heat never denied it. Okay. Both times when the deal was going to be consummated, when Riley found out that the team he was sending Norris Cole to was actually sending him to the Cavs, the deals were killed. Okay. Um, my understanding is we're past that. And the best evidence of that is that Kobe Altman, who ended up taking all over for uh, David Griffin, who still is with the Cavs, although I'm not entirely clear how much power Kobe has compared to what he had a couple of years ago, and it is a Dan Gilbert organization still. But remember, Kobe Sent Altman... Sent Dwayne home. Thank you, right. In a random conversation with, with, uh, with Andy Ellisberg, which was supposed to be about other things, it was simply a check-in about some of their players, Kobe suggested 
Dwayne. Okay. And of course that was such a surprise that when Andy went back to, and Andy's told the story, but when Andy went back to Spolstra, Spo wasn't sure it was the Dwayne Wade he was talking about because it was such a surprise that he would actually be available. Not only did, did the Cavs send him back to the heat, they sent him back to the heat for nothing. Okay. A, a conditional second round pick that I don't think Greg even right. It didn't even register. No, it, didn't it, even, it wasn't meant to con- convey. It wasn't meant to convey. Right. It was basically a favor. Okay. On both sides. Dwayne wasn't happy uh, up there. Um, they felt they needed to move on with, with different players. And of course, in my view, reacquiring Dwayne Wade is the single most important thing that happened to the heat in the past five years. I don't, Jimmy's not here. If that doesn't happen, the finals run doesn't happen. So I, I do think that the, the Cavalier heat relationship is such at this point that I do believe they would make a deal if it was in the best interest of both parties, unlike what was the case. Uh, you know, if you go back to, you know, about 10 years, you know, well, not 10 years ago, but I'm sorry, about six or seven years ago uh, after LeBron went back to Cleveland. All right. So that's this thing. Now, the other thing is, does, does this does this make sense? Okay, and I'm with you. You and I keep talking about this, and I just don't think there's any way around it. For the Heat to do anything significant this offseason, Goran Dragic's contract is going to need to be opted into and moved. I, I just, I don't... I, I think do something significant. Yes. If, if you're telling me that the offseason is Lowry and Andre Drummond, like, and that's really it, and then we're going to be sold that the point guard and the big man positions were filled and those were our two weakest spots, if, like, that's the bill of goods that's being sold, um, I don't think that that's good enough, one. But if you want it to be anything more than a story that's told that sounds like that, I think you really need to think about how you're going to either sign and trade all these guys using their bird rights or the team option with Goran specifically. Right. And again, that becomes a complicating issue because we know that Jimmy wants to continue playing with Goran, but to get anything of significance done to bring in other guys that Jimmy wants, uh, Goran is probably the guy that's going to get sacrificed uh, and just, just the nature of it. And I think, I think that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for a lot of heat fans. Um, Cause Goran is so popular for good reason, but you know, this is, I, I just think and I said it the other night on WSVN. I just think we're back to cutthroat Riley at this point. I, and I, I honestly, I think that's where they need to be. I just, I, I, the sentimental stuff, every time this organization gets overly sentimental, it backfires every, every, single time right like i mean can you name a time in their history when it hasn't no i mean unless you consider like bringing alonzo or Dwayne back to be sentimental but like you know they were kind of low-hanging fruit when they happened you know what i mean yeah and, and it wasn't just right and, and but i don't think the zoe reacquisition if you look back at, at the time was sentiment. They no, no, it made so. a ton of sense. That's what I right. mean. It's like they, that these aren't really ones that, I mean, they felt, they felt sentimental the night that they took place. I remember when Zoe hopped up, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it may have been against Toronto. The first game he was ever back after the, the kidney stuff that was just huge. And then obviously when Dwayne returned to Miami, um, those were big sentimental moments, but, um, you know, th- those weren't things gone wrong or, or such situations like that in the way that we're framing it here. And I, I just don't think that there's a single one that really, when you look at it, like looked and worked out long term. The other thing I want to note is as we record this, this is the two year anniversary of the Heat acquiring Jimmy Butler and ridding themselves of Hassan Whiteside. So 
as bad as things look now to some heat fans in the lack of assets and everything else, compare it to where you were two years ago. Nobody thought that either of those things could be done certainly in tandem. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and again, without cap space with the deal with Dallas falling apart, you, Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because of this confusion over Derek Jones Jr. or Linick or Dragic, they still managed to get Jimmy Butler for, I mean, let's just be honest, nothing. I mean, I, I like Josh Richardson, but yeah. nothing. They lost a first-round pick in the process. That was the only thing, but you know I, what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, any Heat fan who complains about that. But again, they also ridded themselves of Hassan Whiteside, which probably saved Eric Spolster's tenure as a coach. So yeah. just – Throw all of that's that how quick in. everything can change in two years. Oh, well, I mean, today and our Remy Stanley Remy, who I know we all follow on Instagram, I mean, is is posting on Instagram. Hassan is working out there and to his credit, trying to get himself back. Okay. And Remy's talking about you don't leave people uh, at their worst, and that's what he's learned. But again, put this into context two years ago, Hassan Whiteside was basically the Heat's franchise centerpiece. Okay. And now it's Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, and so you're in better position. So we're going to talk about something else, though, the latest Heat Twitter freakout. We may make this a regular segment because I feel like it happens every single day. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You got to go to my bookie if you're betting on the conference finals or you're betting on the NBA finals, or you're betting on the Stanley Cup finals, or you're betting on combat sports. There's some big stuff coming up here in that the next couple of weeks. Use that code 5, F-I-V-E. Again, that's the code 5. FIVE, you receive an up to $1,000 bonus along with your first deposit at mybookie.ag. It's a lot of potential money there. Use the promo code 5, FIVE, experience sports in a whole new light. I can tell you this is, uh, I don't know if somebody uh, somebody else should hear this, but this is my favorite platform. Uh, they have the best live platform. You get the money the quickest. Uh, this is one I think you're going to want to be working with. So mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag. Use the code five, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. But again, the code F I V don't forget it. All right, let's get to the latest heat Twitter freak out. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but um, this organization has not had a brain drain typically. Okay. Um, it is, I used to refer to it as hotel California. You can check in, but you can never leave. Um, nobody leaves. <laughs> Like I mean, that, that was the case for so long. It's a Riley organization. Um, you know, there've been some guy, a couple who've left and it hasn't worked out so well, or there's been a little bad blood like Jeff Bizdelic is a name that comes to mind. Uh, but for the most part, Mark Ivoroni left at one point, but I'm going way back. Okay. Stan left, but obviously, I mean, he, there were odd circumstances with that one. And we're going back almost 20 years on that. Now that's how long ago that was. Okay. Um, Fizz left, but he left for a head coaching job, which the Heat prepared him for. They didn't like the second one he took. They told him not to take the one with the Knicks, but they literally, Eric Spolster basically rented out a room at the Four Seasons where he was living at the time, and they they basically did like an all-nighters all to get him ready for the Memphis job. There was no bad blood there. Um, 
and really the, the front office has been incredibly stable. Like since Randy Fun kind of disappeared in the middle of the night after the Michael Beasley <laughs> selection didn't work out, uh, everybody else has stayed. Even guys who we think have left end up sitting next to Pat scouting players like Chet Kammerer, right? So he fans are not used to this. Spurs fans are used to it. Spurs fans are used to their people being picked and they're proud of it. James Borrego, right? Uh, how many? I mean, Bud, okay. Many, Becky Hammond is going to be next, hopefully, right? For her sake. And and I, I think just for quality in the league. But now the Heat have kind of been picked apart the last few years. Um, Juwan Howard left to coach his alma mater. Uh, I've mentioned Fizz before. Dan Craig left what to me is still somewhat murky circumstances to the Clippers when this was the guy who sat next to Spo on the bus, okay, and the plane. Um, Adam Simon has been recruited by other places. We know that, but hasn't left. Shane Battier kind of left. The Heat told me he hadn't left. Then a day later, it was reported he had left. Now there's reports he may go to Utah. Uh, Dwayne Wade, of course, the ownership situation where it seemed like he was going to get a piece of it here. And he's now like tweeting out, take note and putting his, you know, his, uh, his daughter in, in uh, Donovan Mitchell jerseys. Are you concerned about any of this? And then I'll, I'll give you my perspective on it, but does this, because he fans are freaked out about it. No, because all the key cogs are still there. And I think it's just an indication that these guys are continuing in their roles and, and, and everybody points to Riley with that and says, you know, oh, Riley's never going to give up and the trip to Malibu it wasn't going to, you know, it's not going to happen. And and so far they've been right and it may continue to be that way. But I also think that this has to do with the fact that a guy like Andy Ellisberg is going, he's a lifer. He's going to be doing what he is doing now for as long as he can possibly do it. And, um, you know, I, I just think that they are so fully entrenched. And then as Spo continues to get more and more of a say, I mean, Nick Arison obviously is the CEO and we, you know, you've talked about Adam Simon and and his role in, in, in all of the players that have arrived here and stuff like that. So it just feels like they have their core group. I know that Alonzo continues to, um, you know, find ways to get involved. So I would expect that the coaching staff may see shuffles more than uh, the front office. And I think when you see a guy like Shane Battier quietly exit, and then all of a sudden you hear him as rumored in Utah um, that, that I think the, the fans want like new minds. They want people who, quote unquote, think differently or like this new wave of people. And I just think that Andy Ellisberg um, ultimately, I mean, although he reports to Nick Arison, technically, like if you're looking at the org chart, Andy Ellisberg is making a lot of these uh, basketball decisions. And I think he'll continue to. And then Spolstra, you know, is just waiting in the wings there. So some of these guys may just see opportunities elsewhere where the trajectory is quicker. It's not that it would never happen where they are, but it'll happen quicker elsewhere. Well, and it's also possible somebody could go somewhere else and come back. Um, and, and, you know, I don't, I think the thing with Shane is that, it was much celebrated when he came in, right? So I, I think part of the thing here is that if you're going to celebrate somebody on the way in, then the fans are going to get concerned when that guy just sort of leaves in the middle of the night, right? Well, and a like, lot of people thought Shane was going to be like the guy who kind of well, took that's over, what I like mean. that young, like... Right, um, the analytics you know. guy who'd played. Yeah. Like Shane is this rare combination because, you know, as we know, with the sort of the analytics revolution of the past like 15 years like it tends to be a dichotomy or sort of a battle between 
the the guys who played and the guys with the you know with the calculators and in Shane's case you got both and I think that's why a lot of us got excited about him plus look I covered Shane okay and developed a relationship with Shane <coughs> and went to Shane after games for perspective and so you have a guy of that level of intelligence you want to keep him in your organization but it doesn't necessarily mean that it translates to the kind of decision-making and I, I don't have any evidence of this. I really don't. Okay. I know people are asking me for, I don't, I don't know that there was any disagreement that led to this. I really, you know, if there was, it'll come out at some point, I'm sure. But like, I, you know, I, it doesn't necessarily mean that it translates to the kind of decision-making that the organization wants going forward. And, and again, I don't know. Um, but I think the assumption that just cause a guy is really smart and just cause a guy did play that he's the right and he's personable and he's, you know, and, you know, he, he, I mean, in a lot of ways, Shane would have been a good face for the organization, but maybe he's not ready. Maybe they didn't think he was ready. Maybe, maybe it's a family situation where, you know, they wanted to do something different. You just don't know. But I, I think your, your core point on this, or maybe it's the fact that Adam Simon is so valued inside that organization that I think a lot of people have been taking Adam for granted in this process. I, that's my view. Okay. Yeah, you could be right. Is it that maybe some of the movement is, is that they have a fully established succession plan, but they're just not sharing it with anyone else. <laughs> right. And, and, and again, I think if you just, I mean, if you just connect dots here, I mean, Adam was, as far as I know, considered for two other jobs and didn't really follow through with the process. Right. And when we, talked about Shane, there was, I think it was Shane with Detroit a couple of years ago. And we, uh, we looked at that as like sort of a tea leaf, right? Okay. He didn't go, he didn't really pursue it. So I, I think, you know, when you start to look at that, you say, why is the guy saying it also might just be chemistry between the parties, you know? And I, I know what some of the relationships are in that front office, um, which is another reason why I'm not particularly concerned about this from a heat perspective. Cause I, like you said, I think the core relationships are still intact. So I, I just don't, you know, and, and the other thing is, I don't think Heat fans realize 95% of the conversations that might be low that are going on with GMs and agents. Like you said, Andy's conducting them, not Pat. Okay. Um, and, and I think that a lot of fans assume it's just Pat working the phones all the time. Pat is the vision guy. Pat is setting the agenda, right? Pat has, you know, final trust of Mickey and everybody else, but it doesn't mean he's doing all the day to day. Okay, of this stuff. And and so I, I really think more of the day to day stuff. And if one of them who I know a couple of them listen to this pod regularly, um, wants to correct me on this, this is fine. But, uh, you know, I think more on the day to day perspective are people like Andy and Adam. Um, I mean, Eric has said he doesn't really watch college games until <laughs> you know, until he checks them out in the tournament, right? They, they then, really trust their people. Like I can't emphasize this enough. And I think that it's a, it's a good place to close is that um, they've built an organization where they listen to the scouts and they right. listen to the evaluation um, that the, that the coaches give and stuff like that. So it's an interesting element of where you can say something like Spolster doesn't watch much college basketball. Well, he has scouts that he really, really mm -hmm. trusts that are watching lots. Right. And I think there is alignment in a lot of those perspectives. And again, I don't want to forget, not that he's a head decision maker, but Chet still has a significant role, my understanding. And, and it comes up every time that we come around to the draft. Okay. It's like, is he still with them? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. He is. And he's another guy that Riley. Yeah. Trusts I mean, he's the senior advisor of basketball operations. So, mm -hmm. I mean, right. But 
we were senior advisor is a nice way of saying if he needs to go on a vacation, it's all good. Correct. <laughs> but we were told four or five years ago that he was sort of uh, moving off into the sunset himself. It didn't happen, in my understanding. All right. The only other thing I want to cover on this, and again, I want to mention not just mybookie.ag, use the code five, but also uh, prizepicks.com, use the code five if you want to play daily fantasy. We've got a bunch of signups. They've got this million dollar promotion going on right now. Um, so check that out. We've been tweeting this out from our account. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code five. Um, but the only other thing we mentioned is, are you concerned? Because the other thing that happened, I haven't even mentioned this yet, is that Chris Quinn apparently is being considered, right? Or is he interviewed for the Wizards job, which was vacated by he's, Scott? He's Brooks? going to interview. That was reported today. Okay. Now this is the second, I think the second time that Quinn's been considered for a job because he was up for Indiana, right? As was Dan Craig the last time, I believe, or was it yeah. Chicago? I can't. Yeah, even keep- he was considered. Okay, yes. he was considered. So, I mean, and Chris is technically the Heat's lead assistant right now. So, I mean, he's starting to get considered now. Again, we've seen, and then Fizdale, this is the other one that freaked Heat fans out, is that we have heard that Fizz would be in consideration in Miami if they decided to bring in another assistant. And he went to go with his buddy LeBron with the Lakers to replace Jason Kidd. Okay, so, and Fizz, I was told, wanted to get back in this year because even though he's still earning checks from pretty much every team in the league, uh, you know, he wanted he wants you don't want to be out of basketball for too long. But I mean, again, if, if Chris Quinn gets another gig and decides to go, Heat fans are going to freak out about that, too, because they're going to be like, why do all of our lead assistants want to leave? And I keep coming to this first thing. It would be a head coaching job is different. He fans should should be ecstatic about that because it means that Eric Spolstra <laughs> He's turning out competent people. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yes. Turning out competent people, which is good, but also that he's not planning on going anywhere because. Oh yeah. Because that's the obvious one. Right. Because because if he was, then maybe Juwan probably doesn't turn down his alma mater, but maybe Dan Craig stays right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe Fizz comes back. Nobody's going to know Spoh's plans better than Fizzdale. Okay. Maybe Fizz comes back thinking he's got a quicker path to be head coach here than maybe he would behind Frank Vogel in, in with the Lakers, right? So I think all of this is like it's being framed as bad news. Spurs yeah. fans don't frame it as bad news; they frame it as Pop is staying, right? Yeah, the okay. coaching tree. Like you gotta, you gotta kind of trust that this is the guy that they're sticking with, and it's why we talked about we never thought Spolstra would leave for Portland. Is that? Anything that any organization is going to offer up, I think Miami knows what they have in Eric Spolstra. And um, they'll, I do expect that they could continue to look to shuffle a bit on the coaching staff. Um, maybe not as much as we anticipated initially, and, and mm. unless some of these interviews go in ways that are really positive for the candidates in Miami. But, um, you know, that's where I would expect to change if we're ever going to see one versus something in the front office. And ultimately, as long as these key cogs who we've kind of identified here, as Adam Simon, Andy Ellisberg, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra. I know there's probably a name or two I'm missing. As long as they're there and the culture is intact, we're good. You almost got their whole, through the whole damn episode without saying that. All right, check you know out. I was uh, going to sneak it in. Uh, check out Miami Grill. Get, get those wings instead of the hot dogs. They're better for you. They taste better too uh, for July 4th. Also, prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. Also, mybookie.ag. Use the code 5. One five reason sports announcement. Um, we've been growing on Instagram. Check out Heat Latest. Check out Heat versus Haters. We got partnership with both of those accounts now, and we just picked up a partnership for a Dolphins account called F I N S Fins underscore Dynasty as well. So we're going to start to promote here a lot more on Instagram beyond just Twitter. Have a good night. 
Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.